You are now tuned into the Antidote Podcast with DJ Graphmatic and Paulie Dunst. Subscribe now and please consider leaving us a 5-star review. Take the Antidote. Be more than a god in my dreams It's wishful thinking I sleep More than I need to I drink more on the weekend I eat all me but fish I keep my niggas with me I see sharks in the water I fiend for marijuana I pray for all my homies I'm lying, at least I try I say that she's my only But got you on my mind Yo, this is DJ Craftmatic. That's Polly Dubs, man. Yeah, what's up? Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for coming back. We got a great show for you today. Yes, sir. As always, man, y'all like, share, follow, do all that shit. Take the antidote on everything. Take the antidote.com. We're gonna have to get some merch made. Y'all wanna get some merch, man? 
I feel yeah. like some merch would be dope. Take the antidote. Get some merch. Fire. Some stickers at least, bro. Coming soon. Yeah. Definitely coming soon, man. We're going to fuck with y'all. Stickers pack up your cities. Yeah, real talk, real talk. And y'all make sure y'all follow us again on everything. Instagram, all of that. Take the antidote. And uh, yeah. But anyways, we're going to get into this, uh, you know, a little bit of media that we've had during the week in the music world. There's been a lot going on. It's festival season, so we're going to start it with this. Uh, Festival season is upon us, and this is the time of year everybody gets out, and there's a millions of fucking festivals, all of them with the Chads and Beckys. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) The funniest one that we've seen recently, uh, not funniest, but it's like, it's crazy. It's it's actually because it's a festival thrown by Wiz Khalifa. So I'm I'm trying to figure out how this always happens or some shit really popping off. But it seems like even more in this Rolling Loud, uh, the Rolling Loud Festival, this first stop, because they usually do two. They usually do two cities. And uh, the first city that they're in was in Miami. uh, And where? I'm sorry. Miami. Oh yeah, Miami. Yes, my bad. Miami, Florida, and Miami. <laughs> <laughs> we talking about Ultra Festival. That shit was in Miami. They got kicked out of Miami, their location. Uh, I think Rolling Loud got kicked out of their location that they usually use in Miami. Had to go to this spot, and they're already saying that this spot they're already going to get kicked out of it too. So <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Rolling Loud, probably one of the two biggest festival like brands that focus strictly on traditional hip-hop um right and so what was funny this douchebag that we kind of clowned on a couple of weeks ago when he said some fucked up shit uh, after nipsey hustle's death but karma has been paying back cody kodak black like a little bitch that he is here lately uh at rolling loud festival he got arrested right before he performed he was indicted by a grand jury uh, for charges of trying of making a false statement in the acquisition of a firearm and attempted acquisition of a firearm. He basically on the forum wrote that he wasn't facing any felony charges and that he was not a felon, even though he's facing a rape charge and also facing uh, charges from being arrested just last month at the Canadian border with a bunch of guns in his van that he was driving <laughs> and some tree tree and a gun. Why is he driving? The van <laughs> across the border. Like, this dude's just asking for it, man. Real talk. Uh, and we don't, we're not trying to give nobody no press, but I mean, real donkey of the day is that nigga for real. <laughs> I mean, real shit. Like, oh my God, how do you be so dumb, man? This dude get caught up with everything. I feel like they're kind of trying to trap him anyway, but that's his fault. Um, you know, yeah. he gets what he's, what's coming to him a little bit. Uh, I don't like never seeing no brothers getting put up or nothing like that. But this thing, he's one of the most ignorant niggas I've ever seen ever. And real talk, like everything that he was out there doing, I mean, it warranted it. But it seems like it is a trend out there, though, because everybody was getting popped out there. I think three rap, three or four rappers got in trouble. One guy actually got killed. There was a rapper that got killed out there from Chicago. Oh, no. oh yeah, you're right. Yep. Dude from Chicago got killed. YBN. Um... NBA, one of the NBA cats. Yeah, yo. Shot at. Was it a young boy? Nah. <laughs> it was a young boy, man. NBA. What, it was one of the NBA cats, though, got, got shot I at. Think, I can't remember the cat, but I was just like, yo, this dude got killed out there. Oh, yeah. I'm uh, talking to the dude that got shot at but didn't get hit. I think it was. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, you're right. NBA. You see, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, NBA young boy did get shot at while he was out there, but there was some yeah. other. There was a rapper from, from Chicago. Chicago. Yeah. I was chilling with him. Yeah. yeah, he died in the in the incident. So, 
you know, there's the he and he still went out there and performed, but there's that uh and then they tried to tried to search Lil Wayne's uh little tour bus or whatever and yeah, Lil Wayne almost got popped out there. But he said I ain't Um, performing and left. So he was about to get caught up in something because he left. Yeah, man. Like and I think there was a one more incident after that. I was like, damn, these niggas out here getting popped. This is like the feds case. Like you like, yo, uh Wiz, you gotta do something about that, bro. I'm sorry. It's rated loud. Is Wiz the feds now? Is that what's going that's on? What the, that's what I'm thinking. I'm I, like, yo, no, nah, I don't want to say that. Like, no, you know, shout just, out to Wiz. Wiz is a cool dude. We just talking shit, but at the same time, nigga, yeah. this is your festival. Yeah, so man. All these motherfuckers is in here like that. Somebody's not doing their job, so you better just get on something. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. I'm not telling him how to tell it do it do his job, but whatever. You can't run no festival like that. Nobody's gonna come fuck with it no more. Period. Yeah, I'm. I'm sure this could probably be the end of the Rolling Loud festival at least the miami experience of it because uh it's not a good look there um however like the kodak black shit he was indicted by a grand jury so it wasn't they searched his bus at the festival it's just that his name was on the flyer and they're like that's where he's gonna be so right there was already (laughs) shit that was going on yeah this is already ongoing shit so yeah i get that but it's 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 just convenient to add it to the whole list of motherfuckers that was getting in trouble out there and that's why Wayne was like i'm not performing like you know, I got lean on here. You know, I got pills. You know, I got you know, I got smoke. You know, I got everything else that I fuck with on here. I got a gun. Somebody on the bus might. Yeah, somebody it. got a gun on there. Yeah, exactly. Like, no, you're not gonna fuck with that. So, we're not, we're not, we're not doing it. And that's kind of bad, man. That's just bad. That's bad news. But Kodak kind of gets what he gets for getting, you know. He just always running his mouth, so that's kind of what he get. Uh, he's got to be spending more money on lawyers than he's making it out of music. Got to be, man. Like, I mean, he gets he got a couple radio tracks, but I mean, still, it don't fucking matter. He's terrible. I don't see him past five years from now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's like I said, he's got a pending rape charge from a couple years ago that he's about to go on trial on, right? And, and all this trash, and talking all this stupid stuff. He's probably just jealous of six nine or either that, or he wants to, you know. Emulate him, him or poke, something. to poke him in the pokey, bro. He wants, <laughs> he wants to go get him and shit, man. I don't know. He might be in love with him. Oh, who knows, man? <laughs> they shared needles on a ta- face tattoo, I think, or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And, it, you know, I, dude's just mad respect, disrespectful. So I'm just like, uh, and that's what it is. But that, you know, <clears throat> so Rolling Loud is crazy. And I saw <laughs> I saw even another one, uh, the baby. The rapper, the baby. He oh, the baby! Yeah, let's talk about the baby throwing out tree into the crowd, but really, it's just grass. <laughs> it was like, really, tree? It was from an actual it, tree, though. It's like from the ground, bro. Like when they rake up the festival field beforehand. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, it's like grass shavings and shit. This fool was mowing his lawn to go fucking throw shit into the crowd. <laughs> Trying to be cool, bro. That's, <laughs> I mean, I feel it though because niggas was out there really getting popped, so he really didn't want to be stupid. So I feel you on that, but at the same time, don't do it and don't add that to your set because that's horrible. Don't ever throw out fake weed at a festival, nigga, because everybody was out there smoking weed, whatever. And they probably wasn't because niggas was getting popped out there too. If everybody was getting popped, like artist-wise, then regular people was getting popped too. Uh, I'm smoking a joint. I don't care. And you're in Florida. Go to jail. <laughs> Fuck you, bro. Um, <clears throat> yeah, <laughs> the baby throwing out fake ass weed. Man, why are you throwing out? You just fake, bro. Why is my man wearing a diaper though? I actually, <laughs> I actually was fucking with his music until I saw it, and I'm like, "Do you saw him wear a diaper?" 
I saw him wearing the diaper, bro. Like, why are you a grown ass man? And he's literally like no shirt off. He walking around, his his teeth in and everything, and he's wearing a diaper. I'm just like, bro, <laughs> where? In what timeline do we ever thought that was cool? Not even in the '80s. It was corny as fuck. That wasn't like, no. I hope he's committed to that gimmick, bro. Like, I hope. No, he don't perform like that. I'm just hoping, like, 20 years from now, the baby be coming out there and as depends, dog. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, he bro. Don't perform like that because he already knows that's 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 just too goofy, bro. Don't be doing that shit, man. That's goofy as fuck. The baby. <laughs> oh, the <duh>, baby. <laughs> Little baby. <laughs> uh, damn these names. Anyways. <laughs> Oh my goodness. So on to the next topic. Um we were kind of talking about uh <clears throat> yeah, let's talk about we, some some legends here for a little bit. Yeah, let's do that. We can do that. So um the two two different stories here with legends. First one really really sad. Uh Bushwick Bill from the Ghetto Boys announced that he has I think stage 4 cancer. Yeah, stage 4 pancreatic cancer. Oh man. Prayers out to that man, man, Bushwick. Met him a few times. He's been out here a lot in Colorado, so met him a few times. You know what I'm saying? Damn, it's crazy. That's right so, up there. Legendary yeah. Ghetto Boys. Legendary Ghetto Boys. That's right. You got to say it right. So, yeah, they're about to uh, – the Ghetto Boys are putting together kind of like a farewell tour, a, a last tour that they'll ever do for sure all together. Uh Ghetto Boys hasn't toured in a long ass time together. So, I mean, this is once in a lifetime kind of thing anyway. Um, but definitely Bushwick doesn't have a lot of time. So they're going to try to go out on a high note, man. And they said they're going to go on a tour. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. So, yeah, the Ghetto Boys doing their final tour, final farewell tour. Uh, it'll be Scarface and Willie D out there with Bushwick Bill. Um, and I think it said portion of ticket sales is going to go to support pancreatic cancer awareness. So, it's a good cause. It's a, a tough cancer to beat. So our prayers, blessings, wishes go out to Bushwick Bill in this time. And definitely go check out the Ghetto Boys if they come uh, to your town there. Support, you know, get, check them out while you can. It looks like they're doing just four dates. Pontiac, Michigan, Cleveland, Ohio, Washington, D.C., and New York, New York. I'm sure they'll have to get some more dates on there. They yeah. can't, can't, can't do it just like that. They yeah. might though. I don't know because I mean, depends on Bushwick's, when he starts treatment and. Yeah, exactly. Bushwick's Bushwick's health is more uh, important, so I'm sure he has to be close to doctors or something like that. You know, whatever. Yeah. But, so hopefully he fights it. Hopefully the the tour continues. Right. Keeps going. Yeah, for sure. Definitely would like to see that in the Colorado stop. No doubt. <laughs> yeah, we'll definitely go out there and support. Um, but yeah, so that you know. Go listen to some Ghetto Boys. You never heard of the Ghetto Boys. Probably don't listen to us. So, Man, you need to – man, if you ain't never heard of the Ghetto Boys, you need to jump off a cliff, yeah, bro. You never heard mind playing tricks on you. Yeah. You don't listen to hip-hop music. Yeah, you just need to jump off a cliff, bro. <laughs> just go somewhere because I don't fuck with you. <laughs> Let's go to something a little bit more upbeat, like um, – also on the topic of legends there, Wu-Tang Clan kind of been celebrated lately and they just had a new documentary released on Showtime called yeah. Mix and Men. I have not had a chance to check that out yet, but 
it's on my list. Just me neither. Who want to give me their Showtime signing? Because <laughs> I don't got it, so I gotta wait till I can find it or something like that. Because I, I definitely gotta watch that. I mean, that's yeah. Congratulations yeah. to Wu Tang, man. They're on their what is this the twenty fifth anniversary since uh, the the album the Ooh, yeah yeah twenty fifth anniversary of. 36 Chambers. Yeah, Sorry, 36 Chambers, mind. man. Yeah. <laughs> classic album. Classic Classic, album. classic, man. And they're going on tour right now. I mean, shit. I'm trying to figure out if I can get some tickets to that damn Red Rocks one. Yeah, and Halloween. Yeah, Halloween, man. They're be going on tour one. right now. Go check it out in your city. I just left Wichita, Kansas, like uh, two or three weeks ago. And they're going actually uh, July 31st out there. So even in small okay. towns like Wichita, they got it. They got it going, man. It's, and it's dope because they they finally got some homage paid to them out in, in New York and everything like that. And they got their own street name, man. That's dope. Yeah, so the uh, city of New York honored them uh, with the street corners here. Yeah. Uh, it's just awesome, you know. Um, you see it's corner of Park Hill. Mm-mm-mm. In Park Hill a section of Staten Island, there in the corner of Vanderbilt and Targhee, they ran to the Wu Tang Clan district. Yeah, it's the district. That's why I tried. That's like it's got to be. It was something I saw in there, but they said the district. So that's pretty dope, man. Like uh, they try to pay homage to at least New York does pay homage to their to their people, you know, who put on for their city and try to take care of it, whatever. Or just very big prominent figures of their city, and that's really dope, man. Wu Tang. Wu Tang is obviously goat. One of the goat. Uh, groups of all time and then individually of course you got like Method Man and and uh, Ghostface and, and Raekwon and the Jizza and the RZA like there's so many so yeah. many uh, heads that are on the Wu-Tang Clan of course ODB rest in peace Inspect the uh, Deck Inspect the Deck I mean man it was deep it was like the best collective of, of just hip hop and everything together like uh, probably ever man like a real talk um, yeah man I mean uh, it's a bunch of guys that you know from Staten Island uh, from New York, and basically they all came from nothing. They came up together. They stuck together. They brought out the best in each other. I mean, it was like the 90s Chicago Bulls of hip-hop. You know, they all got lyrical skills. For These real. Just goats, like. Yeah, all of them are, are by themselves just, like, great in their own right and done their own things in their own right. But then when they formed together, like, from Voltron, mm-hmm. like, Times Power Rangers, because there was, like, 50 of them niggas. <laughs> um, I mean, they just, it's a great collective of, of just artists and producers and everything else that build the Wu-Tang Clan. And it's dope that, that the city's paid homage to them. Like for real, uh, if you, if, if, if you claim to love rap, hip hop, whatever, and you don't like the Wu-Tang Clan, I mean, something's wrong with you. So, I mean, I've, I've been blessed to haven't seen them all together. So that's why I got to go get at least a ticket to that. But I've seen Raekwon, I've seen uh, Ghostface, I've seen, I did not see RZA, um, I've seen Inspector Deck. Uh, so, you know, there's there's kind of like ones I want to knock off my bucket list and kind of see them all together. So definitely go check them out, man, just because they're, they're legends and legends don't last very long. We've seen, we've seen it time and time again. Of course, Father Time catches up and, uh, you know, the greats go away at some point. So support them when they're alive and go go see that show, man. Go see that show and go see them because it's Wu-Tang Clan. Yeah, go see them live. Watch the documentary on Showtime. Uh, I was going to say, has there been, like, maybe Kanye, but outside of Kanye, has there been a bigger brand 
in hip hop than the Wu Tang Clan. Bigger brand. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? The the Wu Tang. Yeah, no, brand I know what you mean. Itself. I'm just I'm trying to think, even think of like, like it's like a bigger brand. Who's actually made a bigger brand? Like the logo is everywhere. Yeah, the logo is everywhere. Right. Logo is super respected. Um, Everybody knows who what the Wu Tang logo is, even if you never heard a song. Like, yeah, real talk. You seen the um, Wu Tang logo? Probably not. I mean, now that I think about it, and I'm trying to look at like whatever would be considered the brand besides the labels themselves. You know, even then, the logo itself wasn't everywhere. Like, you're not going to see a bad boy yeah. symbol everywhere. Like, you're going to see a, a Wu-Tang. Yeah, even if you consider, like, Drake as a brand, he's still not as big as, as Kanye or Wu-Tang. Like, nah, I mean, well, and even Kanye, I don't I don't think he's touching it. I think Drake Drake's brand would actually be bigger than Kanye's at this point. Yeah, but Kanye, like, Kanye is the Yeezy brand as well. So Yeah, yeah, he's got shoes and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, he's making way more money. Than Drake. That's true, but Drake got like the OVO Jordans and stuff like that. So people really go cover those. Those are almost thousand dollars. But he ain't selling a million shoes. OVO. Nah, Jordan. nah, nah. You're right. That's what I mean. Like as far as that goes, like Wu Tang sold a million T-shirts, bro, in the '90s. Guarantee you, man. Wu wear. Oh, easy. Like, oh yeah, they had their own clothing brand and everything. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, now they even got Wu rolling papers. I've done an event for them, so I know they got. The- <laughs> I got a pair. <laughs> you know it's pretty dope so it's like this is this is this you might be right i'm trying to think i'm like really trying to think off the top of my head who's who's another bigger brand and i like, really don't you know a brand that impacts not just musical culture but just culture itself you know and yeah. i think wu-tang especially on the fashion end uh though wu-wear wasn't like hype be streetwear it's streetwear but it was you know the 90s was a different time so it wasn't like, you know, they're selling their shirts for the same price that Echo was selling their shirts for and shit. Right. Not like Easy, where he's selling his shoes for double what anyone else is doing. But um, I just think the brand just in itself, epic, legendary, even, you know, that, that Wu-Tang logo is probably going to go down like the Rolling Stones Lips logo is one of the best all-time musical uh, logos, images. Yeah, I mean, you got to put, like, of course, I, I think of, like, all the hipster T-shirts, Pink Floyd, mm-hmm. um, the Misfits, um, which is crazy. The Misfits are the original right. Misfits. They're coming out to Fiddler's Green, actually, soon, now here, too. I was like, that's pretty crazy. Um, is that as crazy as Lil Wayne and Blink-182, though? <laughs> no. <laughs> I was actually mad as shit seeing that damn. I was like, I don't want to go see that. Who wants to go see Lil Wayne and Blink-182? Somebody's going to like seeing that. I mean, that's that's for you. Now, if it was just Travis Barker like playing the drums for Lil Wayne songs while he's performing, that would be sick. And that could be it cuz they they do have a track together. So, that could that could actually happen. Um, I wouldn't actually be surprised if that did happen. So it's like, I mean, the crowd's got to be weird, yo. Like, it's the weirdest matchup since Lord and Run the Jewels that I've come across. Like, (laughs) yeah, there's a Lil Wayne crowd and there's a Blink 182 crowd, right? Maybe some of the ones in their late 30s might intermingle, right? Be the same, but man, they came up in two different eras and on two different radio stations. So it's pretty fucking crazy. <laughs> Real talk. <laughs> yeah, it's like, but but I know like Lil Wayne has a huge skater background and all that kind of stuff. So I think they'd probably be okay. Because he came out with, remember when he dropped Truck Fit? And he was like, suck a nigga dick for some Truck Fit. <laughs> <laughs> 
I still will never forget when I heard that line. Like, get the fuck out of here. Ain't nobody buying no truck fit. Nigga. <laughs> That's what it was, Jay-Z and Linkin Park. Like, they were, yeah, yeah, they were yeah. at the top of their game. They both were. Like, Linkin Park was the top <laughs> rock band at the time. That Jay-Z yeah. was the top hip-hop artist at the time. So Yeah, and they did the blends. Yeah, that, that, that was actually a good-ass project, though. That yeah, really- I think a lot of people kind of forgot about that one. I don't hear it brought up that often, but that's a really good one. A really good one. I actually play that at the gym a lot because that's a, you know, like encore, encore mm-hmm. the, with the mix, the blend. That's yeah. actually a dope ass track to to play. <laughs> that is anyway. a dope track. <laughs> yeah. Again, shout out to Wu Tang again. Uh, and and dropping an EP this weekend. Yeah, yeah, they they are just to help go off with the inauguration of their tour, really, because their tour actually kicks off this weekend too. So they're about to really start uh, doing their thing, and uh, yeah, man, go support Wu Tang. They're they're hitting a lot of cities, man. Like I said, we're getting we're actually getting the dopest one, I think, because we're getting Wu Tang at Red Rocks with Immortal Technique and Jedi Mind Tricks. Yeah, uh, can't get really better than that. Like, <laughs> like if you're no. talking about the ultimate hip hop lineup, that's pretty much it. Like, you could have maybe thrown in like one, maybe like a Far Side or something like that, and that would have really put it over the top, but this is good enough for me. Fuck it. It's Wu-Tang and Immortal Technique and, <laughs> and Jedi Mind Tricks. Like, I'm pretty sure I'm good. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> yeah, so uh, let's see here. Um, let's talk about Logic. Yeah, Logic, man. He came up in the story headlines this last week. Um, first, of all, of- first of all, before I start any conversation about Logic, he's a cheesy-ass motherfucker. He fell off so hard. I don't know what this dude's thinking, but (laughs) you know what I mean? He had really had a lot of potential. No ID was behind him. And uh, I don't know, man, he just kind of really fell off in every album just gets worse and worse. I didn't even listen to this new one. I listened to the track with Eminem. That was pretty good. Um, But he did drop some logic though uh, in an interview recently. Yeah. I kind of feel him. Um, I'm indifferent a little bit about it, whatever. Um, but yeah, he's he's definitely a cornball. <laughs> definitely a cornball. Uh, he's got skills, but every other word is. My name is Logic. I'm biracial, and uh, oh man, it just I, makes me cringe when he drops the N word, bro. I'm just like dog. <laughs> I'm just like dog. You gotta you gotta stop, man. Like you gotta give me something that's not talking about. Oh, I'm biracial and how I, I get it. I got it after the second or third project um you know so there's a yeah, there's a lot of mixed reviews a lot of people said I, i've seen a lot of people that said it's fire and i've seen a lot of people that are like nah this is the same corny shit that comes up before he hasn't dropped a good album in like four years three years whatever um yeah i'm kind of the same but he did drop some knowledge as far as his first you know, album was good i'll give him credit i really enjoyed under pressure uh, yeah, Under Pressure was pretty his good. His mixtapes were pretty good. But then yeah, everything the, kind of... mixtapes was where it was at, his his story. But there was a lot of rappers who did that. So I'm not hating too much. But at the same time, like, I'm just tired of hearing him talk about how he's mixed. But I got a, I got a better tan than Logic. <laughs> Let's be real. He looks like he's definitely out of a... a he, like, he definitely looks like a nerd. Like, he makes himself look like that. So, yeah. And he's, his curls are too, like, perfect. He looks like the little boy from... Um, Hotel Transylvania <laughs> with his curly ass hair like shut up bro um, but he's always just talking about like how he's mixed and stuff so I, I'm just tired of hearing about it um, after this point like 
how he can, you know, he's a nigga, but he's not, and all this other stuff. I'm like, I'm like, I'm done. Like, just, just stop it for me. Like, <laughs> just give it up. Give me some, some other content. But anyways, like, he uh, dropped he, like a folk album this year too. Did you see that shit? Yeah, he wrote a novel and then dropped like an acoustic <laughs> folk album. Like he's like um, the biracial Harry Potter. That's what he looks like. And so I'm just like, <laughs> I don't need to keep hearing about it. Okay. So just he's got like it. a, he's got like an identity crisis. Like he doesn't know what lane to be in. But, yeah. But he avoids the lane that he's good in. Like he can spit, he can spit bars. Right. I just mean, rap nigga. Like if I was him, I would just be like the double time rapper. Like, yeah, just rap. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't have to talk about it all the time. It's just like Eminem cracking on the fact that he's white. Like, okay, mm-hmm. we get it. I know you're white. Yeah. So, <laughs> anyway, like, the reason we bring him up um, is he uh, went on a little rant there about sample clearance a couple of weeks ago because on one of his tracks, he, he says, Can I kick it? Yes, you can. So, he has to pay a, a sample right to Tribe Called Quest um, for you know, using that sample. However, it turns out Tribe Called Quest doesn't own 0% of the publishing because they had to sign the whole thing over to Lou Reed. So Lou Reed gets the check, even though he didn't even technically sample the song, he just used like quotes from the song that had nothing to do with the Lou Reed sample. Right. Um, and just the quote, you know, is a quote from Five Dog and Q-Tip and, but he's got to pay Lou Reed for it. So it's kind of fishy, kind of shady, but again, you know, when you're talking about sample clearance in the eighties, those guys gave no credit back then and they all got sued into giving up a hundred percent of the publishing. So it's a similar issue to the, the Robin Thicke, Pharrell and Marvin Gaye right. situation. But what's crazy is those are words. So it's like mm-hmm. you can't copyright words. Like you can't copyright something that's in the dictionary. Those are something that it's like, it, unless it's like a phrase and that phrase is fine, but you have to copyright the phrase. So it's like, if you copyright the phrase, that's a different situation. So that must've been what happened in the situation or something, because you can't claim rights on a word. I would definitely try to sue that back. Like, fuck that. What do you mean? You can't, I, but you never know because I mean, just like you said, the Robin Thicke situation, that was actually sold on likeness. It wasn't exactly that they took the sample. It was likeness. So, I mean, yeah. even if you make a song that is in its likeness uh, by even stealing the same hooks or saying the same words of, uh, can I kick it? Yes, you can. You're going to get in trouble. That's yeah, so it's, it's basically, you can't even cover the song. Right. You have to give the rights if you cover it. I remember uh, Lupe Fiasco. If my, boys is listening, if my boys is listening, y'all better pay attention and write that down real quick because if that song ever hits big, y'all better... Yeah, Lupe Fiasco, um, he had sampled uh, Troy, They Reminisce Over You, on one of his tracks. And Pete Rock wouldn't clear the sample, so Lupe had a band. Come in to play it live. Play the sample live and and played it that way. However, they did work it out, and they did use the, uh, the Pete Rock sample in the final cut when the album was released, so... Yeah, because you got to do it, man. It's like, I, I get you, I get artists getting their money and stuff like that, but if you can go clear the sample or, you know, and that's the thing is because they don't want to clear the sample because if the song does blow up, then they, do, they don't get anything else. It's like, you yeah. just for a flat fee. But it's like, damn. But if you negotiate it up front, it's cheaper because if you get sued and you lose, you're giving up 100%. You can yeah. still keep a cut if you clear it ahead of time. 
And that's the thing is, yeah, most most people try to clear it, but then but then you get into those roadblocks, like you said, of just just that one. For example, with Pete Rock, he was like, "No, I'm not doing it at first, you know." Mm-hmm. And so that's so much more work to just it, it's trying to come up with something new. So I mean, the biggest thing I can tell to an artist is just come up with something new. You're gonna have to just come up with something that that actually you know is, is new and sounds good uh, because yeah, let's it, be real. 2021 2022 you're gonna need a band anyway oh yeah for sure you're gonna need a band so and that's probably why it's going towards that direction yeah most artists and groups are using bands so Mm -hmm. if you're not really fucking with a live band as a performing artist you're probably gonna be behind the eight ball in a couple years because most most artists are performing with a live band and they took that as a page out of um you know, I, I feel like Black Thought and the Roots. Yeah. A lot of people slept on them, but they were kind of like the first ones that really just kept it like that the whole entire time. And yeah, Black Thought just knows how to put them bars together. And so. if you got a band, the possibilities are a lot more open to you. You can play at, at festivals where right. where there's, you know, live bands. You won't be isolated specifically to the hip hop circuit. Um, right. It, it opens a lot more, more doors for you. Yeah. Yep. It opens more exposure for you, especially, you know, if you got like the jazzy kind of band, you can do jazz festivals, shit like that. So, right. Yeah. So, no, you're speaking on some real shit right there. Yeah. So, you know, that that's definitely a lane that, that I see everything going towards the, the more music I hear, the more live music I'm hearing as opposed to samples. Uh, plus the other thing, if you're working with live musicians, you can always, sample the jam sessions that, that, you know, when they're performing or practicing, or you can just, you know, work live musicians per session and, and sample them that way as well. Right. Definitely. So, um, but yeah, I mean, sampling, it's, it's kind of tricky. It's kind of fucked up, but this, the day and age, you know, if you create a piece of art out there and, and somebody else is making money off of it, you should earn a cut of it. I mean, the biggest thing I would say, though, is, like, don't try not to sample a big-named artist. Yeah, don't sample Michael Jackson or Prince. Yeah, or U2. Or Marvin Gaye. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, Marvin Gaye. Definitely Marvin Gaye. Um, Like I said, U2, any of those kinds of big ones, because they definitely, uh, they they take you out, you know, And, and they want all their money. Perfect example is Juice World. Like that's probably the biggest example recently that I seen was Juice World, um, yeah. because Ju- Juice World uh, he used uh, what was that Bono sample? Was that Bono yeah, sample? Yep. I think it was Bono U two for Lucid Dreams, and he don't get none of that money. Like Lucid Dreams was a huge hit, huge, and everybody knows that one. Yo. <laughs> whoever his producer was fuck that dude because i'd have been i would have been pissed um <laughs> like it's crazy so he essentially doesn't get he doesn't get any money i think i think he got him for all of that money because he didn't clear the sample yeah and and, and on the other end of this so you know we're not saying that it's unfair that you got to give up all your publishing for these samples because on the other end of it you have things like um like that group that made the amen break that's been sampled, you know, like in a million songs and those dudes never made a penny of it. Right. Every drum and bass track ever made has that sample. Right. 
Um, it's been thousands of tracks. It's one of the most sampled recordings of all time. It's from Amen Brother by the Winstons. And like the dudes. That's where Drum Ray started. These dudes have had, they've made zero dollars. They set up a GoFundMe a couple of years ago and raised 24,000 British pounds on GoFundMe. And that's all they've got paid from this thing that's been sampled in at least 3,000 songs uh, across hip hop, drum and bass and uh, electronic music. It's crazy. It's like one of the most iconic breaks of all time. Yeah. He's having, they, they, all they made was the GoFundMe money. That's wild, man. Yeah. So, you know, they should get paid. They created an iconic piece of work that's definitely inspired thousands of songs. Right. And and out of those thousands of songs, how much money has been made? So it's like, yeah. I, and that's why I'm not I'm not partial to it. I mean, you you got to clear your samples. I've always known that as an artist. It's like you know, as when I used to rap, um, I had stuff that I knew I was going to make money from. So if you're going to you know do it, you can always post it as I'm not going to make money from. But then you better truly not make any money from it, because then yeah, <laughs> then then that's where it's like okay, you're going to get screwed right there. Uh, you know, I've uh, as a rapper, I've got whatever beat I could doesn't matter where the sample came from uh, but that's where you got to be smart and so yeah. I feel logic but that, that's where you got to be smart you always got to clear a sample but if, if you got a clear sample then find something else find something new get a live band just like you said um, transform yourself and, and evolve because at the, it is, it's, I don't want to make it sound like it's easy because it's not it's hard to find talented musicians who can all do that together uh, right. something beautiful in a masterpiece. So don't, don't get me wrong, but if you're going to put that much effort into it, you might as well put effort into finding a live band and doing it that way. And be careful if you buy beat to online, cause you don't know what they sampled yep. and you can be giving away your whole publishing. Right. Exactly. Like if you know, there's and that's actually how most of it is happening to these guys. It's, that's, that's where I see a lot of stuff happening is actually through that. Um, these guys, a lot of, especially SoundCloud rappers and stuff like that, they're finding beats on SoundCloud. They're finding, uh, you know, beats on YouTube, and they go rip it and go make a track from it. And then they eventually go hit up the person and say, yeah, let me use the track. And they're cool because it's already catching buzz viral. But then they haven't cleared their sample. They, they're just some some guy just like you making that song. They're just the same guy actually uh, going in there and trying to uh, make the make make a uh, beat that somebody's going to buy. Um, so that's kind of the same thing. And it's like, yeah, you got to pay attention to that. Cause that's exactly what happened with the lucid dreams joint. The dude who did it, he didn't know what the fuck he was doing other than he's taking a sample, um, and, and redoing it and kind of making it something else. Cause I know Nas cleared that same sample. Um, because that same, that same sample is from, uh, it was written. He used that. That was like one of the first ones I remember back in the day oh, yeah. from it was written. Um, but he cleared it because obviously he had to make money from the album and he, he had to pay up that money. Uh, so yeah, just do it. And if you, if you, you know, don't complain about it. If this is what you're into it, logic can complain all he wants, but it's like, dude, you got the resources, you got the money. And, and it that's was what Sting, you not Bono. It was Sting. I do apologize. Sting, yes. My bad. Shit. I knew it was somebody else. I felt like I knew it was wrong. It was Sting. Um, doing it from, from, you know, that type of group uh and going from that type of person that's the yeah you know he's gonna come for his money stay away from that shit then if you don't want to clear no sample chop up a sample so so clearly that people don't understand what it is and make it something dope you got to do a lot of different things to do it so i mean that's that's stuff that i learned from other producers out there and stuff like that they they a lot of producers use samples but they chop it up so differently or they only use a kick or a drum or a snare from the beat 
that you can't tell it and you can't you can't take that they probably sampled that part too so it's kind of the same thing um you know find something new that's all i can say whatever (laughs) for real yeah man so that's that's some news and music this week uh yeah we try to stay in tune with what's going on like we said just follow us subscribe uh share do all that shit man we try to come to your city. We want to do a mini tour or something, you know? If you want yeah, to come fuck with us, let bring us know. Us up. Hit us up. Bring us out. We'll bring the spritzers and the vibes and music. <laughs> Spritzer boys. <laughs> I don't even know nothing about that, bruh. <laughs> we'll put you up on game. Uh, we have a good time, man. We we definitely want to bring some of your best people in the city and uh, in your yeah. city, whatever. So. Hit us up and let us know where you're listening to us at. Yeah, real talk, man. We want to connect with y'all. Make sure you follow us on Twitter. Uh, that's Antidote Polly. So at yep. Antidote Polly. And I'm DJ underscore Craftmatic on Twitter. Uh, on Instagram, that is Chicago Go Gadget. Yep. Polly Dubs. So C H I, man, Chicago, nigga. Chicago <laughs> Go Gadget. Go Gadget. And I'm DJ underscore Craftmatic again on Instagram. And y'all make sure y'all go to take the antidote.com, man. Check us on Spotify, Stitcher, all of that. I don't care. This is our time. We get to do this, motherfucker. Yeah, leave us a review. Tell your friends. Share our posts. Share our share our show with your friends. Get people on. I, I'm seeing a bunch of people subscribing. So keep spreading the word. We'll keep spreading the truth and keep dropping this music for you. Absolutely. Yeah, and y'all, y'all just hit us up, man. Come talk to us. We, we like to talk shit, and we like to talk to people. So y'all yeah. just come mess with us, man. But that's another episode, wrapping up episode 26. We appreciate y'all. Again, this is the Antidote Podcast. We out this beat. Take the antidote. Take the antidote. <laughs>
Five Star Review. Take the Antidote.com.